Want to become best friends with the single most powerful person in the country? Whether she's a Gucci girl, Prada professional, coach queen, or target trendsetter, we'll untie the purse strings and give you the inside track on today's woman. How to capture her attention, grow her loyalty, and create such enthusiasm about your company or product that she spreads the word with her friends and family. WebmasterRadio.fm presents Purse Strings. Purse strings. Join marketing to women expert Maria Retan, senior principal at Carmichael Lynch Spong, as she chats with those in the know so your business can grow. WebmasterRadio.fm presents Purse Strings. Here's your host, Maria Retan. Good afternoon and welcome to Purse Strings. I am your host, Maria Retan, and it's great to be here. I am so glad you could join me today. You can catch Purse Strings every Tuesday at 3 o'clock Eastern. Each and every week, you'll learn how you and your company can corner the market on the most powerful consumer in the country, the 51% of us who control more than 80% of all the spending. The woman, of course. Well, we're talking a little bit today about Soccer Mom, or actually what used to be Soccer Mom, but now may be undefined. And in fact, uh, I don't know how many of you out there actually read Brand Week, but just last month on June 23rd, there was a great article out called The Post-Soccer Mom saying that basically the soccer mom from the 90s, you may recall her, that everyone was talking about her when Bill Clinton was running for the White House, that she stepped aside to make way for a new, quote-unquote, unidentified parental object. Don't you love being called a parental object? I don't know about you, but I think I'm a little bit more complex than that. Anyway, according to Brand Week, she's part of a replacement class of young, politically and economically influential females, roughly 20 to 30-year-old Generation Y or the millennial mom. Interesting. I I was just talking last week, as you may have heard, if you listen to Purse Strings, to uh, Nancy from Iconoculture. Nancy Robinson was talking about millennial mom, and she was talking about how those moms are, are kind of challenging the stereotype but they always want it their way. They're really set out to do things their way, their, their way or the highway, so to speak. Uh, Brandweek concurs with that. Um, they're saying this is a woman who, um, you know, she's, she's different from the soccer mom of old. She's hard to stereotype. But no matter what, she wants to do things her way, whatever that is. And that's why my guest today is going to be so vital, because she's going to help us figure that out. Um, Also this past week, I don't know if you saw this in the New York Times, July 14th, but Walmart is going after moms. Now, we all know that moms shop at Walmart. That's nothing new. But um, actually, they've come up with Momtourage. Montourage, like Entourage, the hot hip show. This is called Montourage. And basically, um, it's, it's... content that they're reaching out um, on to NBC Universal outlets, iVillage website, and today's show, and it's content that's supposed to attract mom and motivate them to uh, shop at Walmart. Now, we know we're all kind of in this economic slump, and it's, it's kind of challenging to um, do what we do every day and still make ends meet. Well, Walmart's hoping that this will help you get them back in their in their sh- their stores. Apparently, it's material that will be focused on subjects like childcare, fixing family meals. There'll be vignettes on the Today Show, all followed by commercials from Walmart. So, something synergistic to look for out there. 
And uh, one more little piece before we get to our purse profile. Uh, on the Wall Street Journal blog from late last month, they were talking about uh, this kind of this debate over whether women are opting out. Now, you may have heard about Millennial Mom, that she's going to have children younger and more often, and that she's going to be looking for flexible work schedules. Well, according to uh, the person on the Wall Street Journal blog, they were quoting um, a study by the American Sociological Review saying that this is all crap, basically, that uh, women aren't opting out. And in fact, uh, full-time employment levels of women with young children have risen dramatically in recent decades, and more women with young children are working longer hours than ever before. And I can tell you that's true. I have an 8-year-old and 3-year-old, and I've never worked harder or longer in my life. So there you go. I agree with the blogger on the Wall Street Journal blog. Our purse strings profile today is the Coach Queen. Now, we can all kind of, in our mind, get an idea of who Coach Queen might be. She's 1.6 million women out there, like you and me. She's in her mid-30s. Well, I'm not. I'd like to be a little bit older than that. Uh, but this woman actually stays home more than she actually works. Uh, she has a household income of more than $115,000, 2.5 kids. And, in fact, you might consider her to be the soccer mom of old. She's more of that stay-at-home mom, lives in the suburbs of some really big cities, makes a good income. Uh, has lots of interests, Look, focus on looking stylish, her home looks good too, interested in the arts, travels, likes to stay at nice places, likes the spa, really focused on family. Family events are done in a grand, grand scale. Thank Martha Stewart Living. And very environmentally conscious. Now, if you're a marketer, how do you connect with the Coach Queen? Now, she has a little bit of time on her hands, and she has some money to burn, even in this economic uh, time and day. Uh, her friends really influence her. Uh, we all know this about mom. Word of mom is huge. Well, Coach Queen can definitely be influenced by word of mom. The store environment is crucial, too. When she walks into a store, she knows within minutes whether it's she's going to shop there or spend money there. She doesn't like its look. She turns around, and she goes somewhere else. Uh, what she reads in magazines influence her. Oh, that Martha Stewart Living I was talking about. Traditional home, met home, people, shape, and parenting. She's online at eBay, Amazon.com, Expedia, iVillage. Think, think about that there, Walmart, iVillage, Disney. And watching shows like HGTV, TLC, and Food Network. Well, the woman that's joining me today, Holly Buchanan, knows a lot about women. Um, in fact, she has a great book out, um, co-authored with Michelle Miller, called The Soccer Mom Myth. You're picking up on the theme today, I'm sure. Holly is the senior persuasion architect at Future Now, Inc. And uh, Future Now, Inc. is all about making your marketing better continuously. She's worked with hundreds of clients all over the world, and she's really focused on marketing to women online. Well, just a second, Holly's going to join me to talk about the soccer mom myth and try to get down to the basics of who is the mom out there today and who should we be talking uh, to and how should we be talking to her. More purse strings in just a minute. Okay, time for something we can all relate to, shopping. Purse strings will be right back after these messages from our advertisers. Welcome to Madame Natalia's. You've come to have your future told, no? Yeah, you see, I'm looking for the right life insurance affiliate program, and I have... Say no more. Huh? I see you working with AccuQuote. AccuQuote? Yes, AccuQuote. They are the nation's premier life insurance brokerage. Go on. AccuQuote will create custom creatives for you to optimize your eCPM and... They will offer you the highest payout for this offer anywhere. So when's all this going to happen? As soon as you visit AccuQuote. 
AccuQuote.com. For life insurance, visit AccuQuote.com. When it comes to finding the right customers with the right keywords, all you have to remember is ABC Search. ABC Search is the world's largest privately held pay-per-click network, giving advertisers the best pay-per-click traffic. With over 6 billion searches a month and industry-leading protection using ClickShield, their patent-pending fraud identification software, you can trust ABC Search to deliver the best possible traffic. When thinking about PPC and publisher solutions, all you need to remember is ABC Search. Quality partners, quality search, abcsearch.com. How do you choose the right affiliate network to partner with? The answer is simple. MarketHealth.com, where health and wealth connect. Established in 1998 and formerly known as Joe Bucks, the MarketHealth.com affiliate network allows you to market and promote the world's leading health and beauty offers on the net. Start making recurring income and the highest payouts in our industry. Choose from over 50 of the hottest selling offers, ranging from herbal supplements, skincare, vitamins, beauty products, weight loss, and much more. Sign up for free at MarketHealth.com and start making money today. Cover story. My ego, you know, it could barely fit in the room today. It needs to- <laughs> it, it, Great it, hairdos will do that. That's true. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I'm bringing the bouffon back. God damn it. <laughs> the ozone. Who needs the ozone? I got my own. It's my way of opening up a tunnel to God. My own. Now that's a PR spin I can live with. <laughs> Cover story. We're reserving a headline for you. Live broadcast Wednesdays at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the public relations section, only on webmasterradio.fm. Life tips. Making your life smarter, better, faster, wiser. Wednesdays at 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the entertainment channel, only on webmasterradio.fm. Her Strings is back with the inside track on Today's Woman. Here's your host, Maria Retan. Welcome back to Purse Strings. I am your host, Maria Retan, and joining me now is Holly Buchanan, marketer and author of The Soccer Mom Myth. Holly, welcome to the show. Hello. How are you doing? I'm so happy to be here. Oh, I'm so excited to have you here. You know, I read the Soccer Mom Myth. I had seen you uh, at the Marketing to Mom conference. I talk about this conference quite a bit on the show. It was back in, gosh, was it May, I think, maybe? And you were always surrounded by tons of women. So I never actually got to introduce myself in person. So I'm thrilled to be able to talk to you. Granted, it's on radio, but I'm really excited to be able to talk to you on radio. I loved the book. It was just a great read. I'm sure you hear that all the time. Oh, thank you, but I, it's, it's as authors, I tell you, it's, you always wonder when you put something out there, especially something that's very personal. We have a lot of personal stories and uh, stuff in there, so I, I appreciate that. Yeah, we're going to hear about some of those personal stories. That's what makes it such a fun read. But I have to say, I want to start with this great quote. Now, I was on your website and uh, was checking out, of course, your bio just to prepare for this show, and I love the quote. The quote is, inside every older person is a younger younger person wondering what the hell happened, and that's by Cora (laughs) Harvey Armstrong, and I just could really relate to that because I'm 42, and sometimes I wake up and I wonder... How did I get this old? Who is Cora? You know, it's it's so funny. I actually tried to to Google, you know, because Google is where everybody goes now for information. I tried Wikipedia, and I found, like, a rock star. I don't really think that was the Cora that I was talking about with the quote. So I I don't know. I'm going to have to do some more research on that. 
Well, she's a, she's got she makes a great great quote anyway. I just love that quote, and I thought that it really related really really well to the soccer mom myth because we're wondering who the hell is a soccer mom these days. And I think what's interesting is is you really don't know if the soccer mom even was for real or not. Am I right? Yeah. Well, it's it's interesting that I think certain aspects of the soccer mom do exist. There are. Uh, you know, women in their, you know, 20s, 30s, 40s, they are moms. They do tend to drive SUVs or minivans. They do, they are often, you know, carting kids to and from activities like soccer. But I think the problem is you're trying to, especially marketers and advertisers, like to lump people into these nice, neat kind of groups and put labels on them. And with the soccer mom, what happened was they took one of the most diverse groups of people that ever existed <laughs> and yeah. tried to put a label on them so they can understand all of them and speak to all of them the same way and assume they all have the same needs. Uh, so that was where kind of the problem of the soccer mom came in, is it really is a stereotype. Um, and what's even more interesting is it's actually a negative stereotype. You know, I speak all over the country, and I always kind of poll the audience, and there are a lot of women and say, how many of you consider yourself or call yourself a soccer mom? And almost nobody, almost no hands go in the air. Women don't like that label because they feel like that's not me. Right. They don't see themselves in there. So when, when businesses are trying to market to soccer mom, they're really going about it the wrong way. What, what should they be in search of instead, Holly? I would say, you know, one of the problems with stereotyping is it's a shortcut. You're trying to get to know your customers by, you know, once again, what are their most common uh, traits, and let's try to speak to everybody the same way. Well, women aren't a niche. They're actually the majority of the population. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and different women have very different needs, very different motivations, very different uh, communication styles. So you really have to dig deeper. Um, one of the things that we specialize at, at at Future Now that I specialize in is is really doing the kind of customer research that gives you that deeper insight into who she really is and what really matters to her. And not only how women are the same, but how they're different. Yeah, and they're incredibly different. I mean, I think that's one of the challenges, challenges that marketers face is that it's a lot easier to clump them together as opposed to trying to carve out these niches. But it's, in, it's incredibly important because women have to see themselves, don't they, in the marketing messages and in the television ads. Otherwise, I, I get the sense that we're, they're really not going to be motivated to buy, and I think now more than ever they have to be motivated to buy. Yeah, it's it's interesting, you know, especially with the, the economic climate we're in now. Uh, you know, what what does motivate women to buy? How do they choose one product versus another? Uh, you know, the whole idea of, of branding. Some people say uh, it's it's actually not as important, and other people say it's more important than ever. And I actually agree with it, the the latter. I think that the brand that women want to feel good about doing business with you. Uh, they really want to be able to trust you. Uh, you know, and of course it varies on, depending on the product, but it's really important to actually build that relationship. And the first thing you do to starting a relationship is get to know each other. Um, you know, give her a chance to get to know you, but then you have to get to know her as well. Exactly. How do you do that, Holly? I mean, I think there's a lot of ways to do it, but how do you suggest that, that marketers get to know the woman that they're really trying to get to buy their products and services? Mm -hmm. um, I have 
two, two suggestions for that. Uh, the first one is kind of a no-brainer, but have women involved in your marketing team. You'd really be amazed at how many uh, marketers and companies still, um, there are very few women making the decisions about the marketing and the creative. Um, I still say have men on your team as well. Um, I think that it's good to have that diversity. But I would say, you know, get women and women of different generations, different diverse backgrounds, um, include them on your marketing team because I think that they um, have what they what we call a, Michelle and I call a, a BS meter or cow patty meter because we all are on radio here. <laughs> exactly. Um, but so get people of uh, the women of diverse backgrounds involved in creating the campaign. The flip side of that is in getting to know the customer. The beautiful thing about the Internet is there is so much information. You can go to blogs, discussion forums. If you do have a website, you can look and see what kind of comments are people. If you have a blog, what are they commenting on? Um, if you have live chat, what questions are they asking about your products? Uh, you know, the, the Internet is this treasure trove of information where you can hear from women in their actual words, which is really important. Do you, um, you find that women actually process messages different than men? I do. It's really interesting that they, that some of the brain studies that are coming out now, it's hard to believe it's, it's 2008 and we're still just learning how the brain functions thanks to fMRI and some of the new technology out there. And what they're finding is that absolutely um, they've done studies where uh, women and men respond to the same message in different areas of their brain. Um, and a lot of times, you know, women actually have more connections between the right and left hemisphere. What that means is they're pulling in, they need a logical information, but they're tying it in with emotional information, and they're tying that in with past experience, and they're tying it in with, you know, women, this word about word of mouth. They're tying into, you know, experiences other women have had. So they're really, they're actually using more of their brain to process these messages. Uh, so absolutely, they are taking in things differently than men. Yeah, we're very complex creatures, we women, aren't we? Just very complex. <laughs> Wonderfully complex. It's a beautiful yeah. thing. Yeah. <laughs> well, and I would have to imagine, and I do this every day for a living, and I find it challenging, I would have to, to imagine that when you're trying to reach women, you want to create a message that gets her attention, compels her to action, but at the same time, you don't want to alienate men who you hope are going to be buying your products and services as well. How do you do that? How do you do that balancing act of trying to get the women's attention but still keep Keep men on board. I would. I know it's a delicate dance. It is, and and there's a couple pieces of good news about that. One thing that that some of the studies have found is that women don't respond well to advertising that bashes men. So if you're thinking, oh, what's bashing? You do some male bashing to uh, to attract her attention, and, and that will she'll relate to that. Actually, no. Um, women actually aren't responding well to that. So I think the idea of, you know, male bashing is, is out, you know, just not a good idea. Uh, so more positive portrayals of women and men in your ads will definitely help. Uh, it's interesting that sometimes, you know, the, the doofus dad, um, you know, where's the commercial where the, there's a real genuine loving dad? There's an AT&T commercial out about the dad whose daughter gives him the monkey, and he takes the monkey and takes pictures of the monkey, <laughs> like in every city he goes to. Mm -hmm. um, so it's a great ad because a positive portrayal of men, but women respond to that as well. 
Um, and the other side of that for women is the same thing, you know, portraying women as they really are. Um, there's been a backlash against this kind of super mom portrayal. Women are like, you know, I'd really rather see myself. Something like 70% of all women say advertising aimed at them doesn't speak to them. I mean, this is advertising specifically created for them, and they're saying 70% of it doesn't, it, is, it isn't relevant to them. They don't see themselves reflected back in the ads. Um, you know, a great example of, of a company that got that was Logitech has a webcam, um, so it's a video conferencing, and they recognize that women are business travelers, not just men, and they have a wonderful commercial of a woman who is the business traveler in the hotel room calling home to her husband and kids with this video conferencing. It was all about communicating with them. And for all the female business travels, it's like, wow, that commercial just stands out. It's like, you get it. Yes, I'm the one that's traveling for work and calling home. Yeah, and, and we can all relate to that, those of us who are war- road warriors, such as myself. And you know what? I, I always pick up advertisements. Um, they're most, they pop out to me when I can relate to it, as you said. I see a piece of myself there. Or I see something in the ad where I feel like they get my family. I think mm-hmm. women tend yep. to be more inclusive. It's not just about them. It's about their family. Do you find that to be true? Oh, absolutely. You know, you were talking earlier in the introduction, and by the way, the, the unified parental object, I love that. I'm going to have to steal that <laughs> quote. <laughs> um, but, yes, women absolutely um, are all about their family. You know, they are the traditional caretakers. Um, they are hardwired to be very community-oriented. Um, when they make decisions, a lot of times because they are purchasing for the whole family, uh, they have to take in the opinions of everybody around them. So, um, yes, advertising that um, understands what that family relationship really is and also understanding the non-traditional families. Something like 24% of all houses right now are owned and won by a single woman. Um, so it's it's really important to also understand that it's sometimes it's, it's not the traditional family structure, and uh, it's, it's rare that you see that in advertising. Absolutely. Well, we're going to take a quick break, Holly, and when we come back, I have a ton more questions I want to ask you. A lot of it's about the Internet, marketing mediums, what's most effective for reaching women, and for those people out there who always wanted to know, do you tick women off if you create a women-only area on your website or not. So great question there. But the big question I want to know is why you spend your holidays in the bathroom. So stick around. Holly's going to answer that sizzling question when we come back. Purse strings back in a second. Okay, time for something we can all relate to. Shopping. Purse strings will be right back after these messages from our advertisers. Hey, what's that sound coming from your computer? That's the sound of me making money with ReferBack.com. They've shown me how to... ReferBack.com showed me how to turn clicks on my existing site into cash. ReferBack gives you free banners, mailers, even your own personal account manager. Oh, can they help me make money off my blog, too? Absolutely. Your websites, your blogs, they can all be making you money. You can even earn 50% commission on your first month. Put some into your website. Just visit ReferBack.com. Welcome back to our coverage of the 17th Annual Golf Invitational, brought to you by SureHits.com. When looking for the right ad network, there seem to be unlimited choices. Go with the only network that targets the insurance industry, SureHits.com. 
Let's head down to the fairway. Here we are at the 18th hole. Odd choice for Ken Mitchum to not go with SureHits.com here. I mean, they are the only ad network that targets the insurance industry. Definitely a strange choice to not pick the best option for publishers in the finest category, but... Oh, here's a swing. Oh! Look out, folks. Terrible slice into the woods. Jeff Burns now stepping up to the fairway. And it looks like he's already chosen SureHits.com. Clearly the best choice since they pay more for quality traffic. And the swing. Oh my, he crushes it. When getting ready to make your drive, go with a sure thing. SureHits.com. For insurance, it's SureHits. It's time to do your thing. Affiliate thing. The Affiliate Summit videos, it's great. I actually watched the session that I was in. It's pretty good. Nice. Yeah, and I, I saw in your video that your feet hurt. Um, well, you know what? That day, I don't know, I had some boots on that were uncomfortable, and I was just, you know, not going to stand up anymore. So those boots weren't made for walking? They were not. Thank you, Nancy Sinatra. Affiliate thing. Dig it. My broadcast Wednesdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Affiliate Marketing Channel, only on webmasterradio.fm. Affiliate marketing is changing rapidly. Stay ahead of the trends with Affiliate Marketing Insider. Thursdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Affiliate Marketing Channel. Only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Her Strings is back with the inside track on Today's Woman. Here's your host, Maria Retan. And we're back. I'm joined today by Holly Buchanan, author of The Soccer Mom Myth. And we've been talking about how companies really need to get to know their target, especially if they're talking to women, because obviously not all women are all alike. And they're certainly not soccer moms. Um, In fact, you and I really don't know any soccer moms. I actually know more soccer dads, quote unquote, than I know moms. Um, But at the, what I really wanted to pick up now is the discussion around, alienating women. You know, we've, we've been talking a little bit about how do you reach out to women, uh, not alienate men, but I know there's been this big debate, Holly, about do you call out specifically um, various marketing elements that are, quote-unquote, just for women, or does that tick women off? For instance, do you set aside a special part of your Internet just for women? Do you have the answer on that one, or is it not really black and white? Um, it's, it, I think it's, it, it does depend on the situation, but I think there are some black and white rules that apply. Um, if you really are going to have a separate women's only section, there has to be a good reason to do it. Is there something so different about women's needs that they need their own section or a special place? Uh, because you do run the risk of alienating men if they feel like, oh, how come she's getting special treatment? Um, so it, it kind of depends on the situation. Um, there are times that it, it, um, it is beneficial. I know that sometimes there's a fabulous website called Be Jane that has uh, kind of home improvement tips designed specifically for women. Um, it's very kind of community-oriented. It's very supportive. You can do it. Don't feel bad if you don't have the right tools. You don't understand this. We're here to help. Um, more of a kind of simple language, and women loved it. But what they found was they have a lot of men coming to the website who are also new to home improvement, who really enjoyed that experience. Um, so it wasn't; it was designed for women, but the men liked it as well. Um, something you have to be a little bit careful about, like uh, you know, some of the hotels have special wings now for women travelers, 
and you know and they have better security, better lighting, um, bigger mirrors in the bathroom, um, you know, better, higher quality bath products designed for women, which is terrific. But what they found was once again the men were going well. I'd like better security. I'd like better lighting. Um, how do I get in on that? So you have to kind of do a little bit of a balancing act. But are there times when having a women-only section uh, can benefit you? Absolutely. If she really does have specific physical needs, Harley-Davidson has a program for women motorcycle bikers. And it's things like, you know, if you drop your bike, how do you pick it back up? Because women are smaller in stature. What can you do physically? So, you know, it, it, it can work both ways. I just say be careful to make sure there's a good reason to do it. Yeah, make it really, really, really relevant. Otherwise, pass it by, I would imagine. Um, you know, I know more and more women are online. In fact, most women are getting most of their information online these days. What marketing mediums do you suggest for reaching women at all parts of the day? Or maybe it, it depends on the part of the day that you're trying to reach her. Um, I, I, mean, I will give full disclosure that I, I specialize in marketing to women online, so I'm obviously very excited <laughs> about the opportunities <laughs> online, but the statistics back me up. Um, something like 75% of all purchases begin with an online search. Women are going to search engines. You know, like the, the example of the quote, you know, where do I go for information? Google. Um, so, Women are going online to find that information. They're also shopping online. They're going to get product reviews online. They're going to discussion forums. Um, so they're, they're, you know, the social media is growing by leaps and bounds. Uh, but Rapley just put out a study saying actually women are flocking to social media in huge numbers, you know, things like MySpace and Facebook. So uh, she is, women are online. And it's a wonderful place to reach them with your messages, once again, as long as it's relevant uh, to what they're looking for. So I'm, I'm really – and they're online all parts of the day. Like the, the big spikes in shopping are midday and like after 11 p.m. at night. Because, once again, she's not watching television. She doesn't have time to read the newspaper. Um, it's 11 o'clock at night. The kids are gone to bed. This is her time to go online and connect with people, do research, and shop. Yeah, tell me about it. That's the only time I have is at night. Yep. Um, otherwise, forget it. I'm not. I'm not going to be. Certainly not going to be watching television. Certainly not going to be reading a newspaper. I'm going to be online. I, I totally get that. Well, before we leave, because we are, we're almost out of time here. I have to ask you. In your book, you say about spending your holidays in the bathroom. Why do you spend your holidays in the bathroom, Holly? <laughs> Isn't that where everybody spends their holidays? <laughs> That's where I want to spend my holidays, hiding out in the bathroom with the door locked and the blinds down, but unfortunately, no. <laughs> All right. You know, it, um, it, is, uh, it is actually one of my favorite, uh, quote-unquote, tequila stories. But it, it started because one holiday, Thanksgiving, my sister was going through a divorce. She was coming to visit. I said, what can I do for you? And she, I said, what do you want to do? She said, all I want to do is sit on the bathroom floor and drink tequila. So... She came down to visit. The whole family was there, lots of people. Um, I could tell she was upset, so I did. I just, I, we snuck off to my upstairs tiny little bathroom. I had candles. Um, I had the tequila bottle, you know, two shots. Um, and we just literally, like, you know, sat on the commode. She sat on the bathtub. Um, and we sat up there for, like, you know, 25 minutes, um, just kind of, uh, you know, 
cursing men but toasting our good fortune. And um, it was just kind of a neat thing that turned into a yearly tradition. So now every year, my sister and I disappear to some cramped old bathroom to do tequila shots. But it's just our, it's our way of kind of connecting over the holidays. Uh, but it's, so it's a beautiful story I because I, I say to um, holiday advertisers, with all the happy people in your advertising, um, recognize the people that are feeling alone and lost on the holidays. That's absolutely right, and it's all about being relevant. It's what we've been talking about all, all in the last half hours, about being relevant, being authentic, being real, connecting with women where they are so that they can see themselves. So whether it's a happy holiday time or not so happy holiday time, if you just want to sit on your bathroom floor and drink tequila, call Holly. <laughs> <laughs> Come on over to my house. That's right. I'll be there. I'll be there December 25th. Well, we're going to wrap it up. Thanks so much for joining me today, Holly. Oh, thank you. It's been great fun. Yeah, it's been wonderful. And to learn more about Holly and Michelle Miller's book, log on to thesoccermommyth.com. You can buy the book yourself on Amazon.com. I did. And if you're interested about what else Holly has to say and maybe some more tequila stories, uh, she does have a blog, It's and I'm going to probably mess this up, but it's uh, groke.com.com slash women. That's G-R-O-K-D-O-T-com dot com slash women and of course you can check out holly's work life at futurenowinc.com so uh, great ways to stay in touch with holly track what she has to say so she's saying some pretty important stuff before we go thanks to george for a great show today and joining me next week you want to check it out next Tuesday at 3, Maria Bailey, founder of BlueSuitMom.com and the author of a variety of books, including the big one, Trillion Dollar Moms, and its, and its uh, successor, Trillion Dollar Moms, marketing to a whole new generation of mothers. So join me next week with Maria Bailey. Until then, make it a great one. <laughs>